Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's mm. get to it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so Holly, you reported on this, and I think, Donnie, you may have too, earlier today, that comedy store owner Mitzi Shore has passed away at 87 years old from Parkinson. And she is Polly Shore's mom yeah. do you guys remember polly shore oh, hey, yes. oh yeah and she's, she's the mom to three other children as well well she is also the ex-wife of sammy shore the comedian who used to open up for elvis so why is this interesting here's the deal is that the comedy store first opened in la in 1972 and sammy shore her husband founded it. And when it started out, it was more like a variety club. Mm-hmm. And they got divorced two years later. And Sammy gave her the the club as a way of lowering his alimony payments to her. Makes sense. So when she took it over in 1974, she completely renamed it as the comedy club. Um, she wanted to turn it into something big time. And at the time, comics felt felt very belittled. Um, at the clubs, you know, they'd always want a singer to be there, to a musician to well, come in. They were in, one and of then, many yes. different acts. Yeah. Yes, they right. didn't have their own standalone place. No. Exactly. No. And she wanted um, them to be respected. And so the timing was excellent because in 1972, Johnny Carson had moved the Tonight Show from New York to L.A. Right. And what did he always have on? Young comedians. Yes. So um, it helped, the comedy store helped to make L.A. the place for young comedians and putting it on the map as the Destination Entertainment Center. Sure. Mm -hmm. And so um, it was the place to be seen. She opened up three other branches of it. But um, during the time in the 70s, it was unbelievable, the different comics that she fostered. So I'll give you the list. Please. David Letterman. Jay Leno, Louis Anderson, he's on tomorrow. We'll talk to him about this. Jimmy Walker, Robin Williams, Bob Saget, Richard Lewis, Steve Martin, Gary Shanling, Elaine Boozler, Richard Pryor, Billy Crystal, Howie Mandel, Ray Romano, Sarah Silverman, Chris Rock, Roseanne Barr. Everybody. Uh, everybody. Yes, everybody who's in. And, and dozens more. Yeah, yeah. you can mm-hmm. still see outside of the comedy store on Sunset Boulevard all the names. Yep. All the people who went on stage there. Mm-hmm. And in the 70s, David Letterman babysat Mitzi Short's children. <laughs> and and Jay Leno. Isn't that funny? I, I can't see David no. Letterman as a babysitter. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> Me, including little Polly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And Jay Leno slept on the back stairs of the Sunset Strip Club 
where Jim Carrey later tended the door. Mm-hmm. Um, so she just was everything in comedy. And then it goes on to say that um, what happened is the network's primetime schedules in the late 70s read like a roster, like all these young comics whose career she fostered. And she said, and it was all in um, the 2009 book, I'm Dying Up Here, which documents um, what, this guy, William Noldustler or something, I don't can't, um, calls the golden age of Los Angeles car- um, comedy. The list of characters she influenced was unbelievable. Richard Pryor used the club almost exclusively in 1974 to prepare for his breakthrough album, which was hysterical. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the money made from his show helped Mitzi Shore rapidly expand her comedy store empire. The comedy store was an artist's colony, a workshop for experimenting that wouldn't work if comedians were paid, though. So for years, comics acquiesced because a spot on her stage meant exposure to the industry insiders looking for the next breakout star. But by 1979, the comedians were openly upset that she paid the commercial headliners who packed the main room, but not them. Yeah, More up-and-comers wouldn't get paid. And so they actually did a walkout. They picketed on Sunset Strip. More than five weeks later, she settled agreeing to pay most comics $25 a set. And she goes on to say, told the New York Times, I love each and every one of them, but they misunderstood and my fairy tale is over about the strike. The strife left scars that never truly healed. Some activists never again would work on her stage and others complain that she penalized strikers by refusing to book them. Mm-hmm. A booking star, a booking war also broke out between Mitzi Short and Bud Friedman, who had opened up the improv a mile away. Yeah. Um, the passage of time, though, brought on more competition. Cable it found doing comedy stand-ups was a cheap way of programming. The comedy star also burned less brightly because Shore was unwilling to extend the club's brand to TV media ventures that could help build a younger audience. Yeah, well, think live uh-huh. at the improv, mm-hmm. the brick wall. Mm-hmm. Everybody oh, knows yeah, that. That's exactly. Right. That's yeah. linked to that club down yep. the street yep. from the comedy uh-huh. store. Yep. So here's a little bit about her. She was born Mitzi Lee Sedell in 1930 in Michigan. She's the daughter of a traveling salesman, and she grew up in Green Bay, Wisconsin. At the University of Wisconsin, she studied art, but left to marry Sammy Shore after meeting him in 1950 at a summer resort where they both work. Work. She toured with Sammy, who would later open up for Elvis Presley. Um, they got a house on Sunset Boulevard that was built by filmmaker Cecil D. DeMille. And over the decades, everyone just said she developed a re- reputation as comedy world's eccentric mother hen. Equal parts, talent scout, employer, lifestyle enabler, landlord, performance critic. And she had a squeaky high voice and frizzy hair. And her dark Rococo office was lit by Tiffany lamps. And she kept a sign um, in her office that read, it's a sin to encourage mediocre talent. She was tough. Mm -hmm. She was really tough. You know, one of the anecdotes uh, that's told in... The Zen Diaries of Gary Shandling, oh. the documentary that's on HBO. Oh, it's two parts. You have to see I it, loved, Julia. I loved the oh, Gary Shandling. Really, I loved really him. Interesting. Well, it's really interesting. Yeah. And Gary Shandling, in part one of this documentary, he talks about, or you know, it, it is discussed his relationship with Mitzi Shore at the Comedy Store. So Gary Shandling started out as a writer. He wrote for sitcoms like Welcome Back, Cotter, things yep. in the late seventies on mm-hmm. network television. Mm-hmm. Well, he wanted to be a stand-up artist. 
artist, a stand-up comedian. That's what he wanted to do. He left writing, dedicated himself to stand-up, but Mitzi Shore, she had a hard and fast rule that there was a difference between writers and stand-ups, and only Mm -hmm. the latter would take the stage, and Gary Shandling really, really, really had to prove himself to Mitzi Shore because she was a gatekeeper. And even even Jim Carrey, today he tweeted about Mitzi Shore. He said, the great Mitzi Shore, owner of the famous comedy stores, passed away. No words can express the gratitude I have for her. We met in 1979. She opened the door to my dreams. If she loved you, you did well. If you didn't, you did something else. Wow. So she was harsh. I believe it. Yeah. So if she loved you, she would bestow upon you the primetime gigs and advice and all of these other things. But if she didn't think that you had it... She wouldn't mince words with you. And luckily for us, Gary Shandling did not listen to her her, and he did not like her. Mm. He wrote some things in his journals about Mitzi Shore that I can't say on the radio. And they're discussed in the Zen Diaries of Mm -hmm. Gary Shandling, part one. And on Showtime, there's a program called I'm Dying Up Here. Yes. Which is the name of the book that Julia mentioned. And that is about the comedy store in the 1970s. And her character is called goldie okay in the show but mm-hmm. it's that's what it that it is about the comedy they don't call it that but that's, right. that's what it's all about and you see all these young is young it good comics. do you like that show i i saw a preview and uh <laughs> you just felt so you saw you saw, I saw, no, like, I saw the first couple of episodes and these poor guys and these women and the pressure that they were under to go up and kill and be great and are you going to be invited back is like god i can't imagine living like that but that I mean, was how it tremendous used to. Tremendous pressure. That's how it used to be. You got to yeah. live for it. Yeah. Wow. That's what you have to. Well, want. I'll be curious what Louis Anderson says tomorrow because he's on for his new book. Yes. And his um, book, hi, mom. Yeah. Do, oh. I, do I have a copy of that, Daddy? Yes, you do. I do. I oh, I'd love to get his perspective on the early days of the comedy store. <laughs> I have to read that by tomorrow. <laughs> All right, you have okay. got homework. <laughs> Little bit. Oh, so anyway, I just kind of thanks for sharing you guys too because it. A fascinating story. It is. We wouldn't. We wouldn't have comedy without Mitzi Shore. Yeah, she had a lot of power. Mm-hmm. Yes, she yeah. did. Interesting. All right. So when we come back, we've got the rest of the headlines that we haven't got to today.